mental health and wellbeing have never been more important. As well as working with the broader business community for more than 15 years, organisational psychologist Hayley Loken has worked closely with hospitality owners and managers to understand the issues they face. She's a practical person and today she offers a wealth of practical advice on mental health and wellbeing strategies for hospo workers and managers. This podcast has been sponsored by Employers Mutual Limited and is brought to you by the SA branch of the Australian Hotels Association. Today, Hayley is speaking with Tim Boylan. I'm in the studio with Hayley Loken. We're talking mental health and wellbeing and with a particular uh, bent, I guess, to the hospitality industry um, and and customer-facing um, situations. Hayley, with COVID and in the aftermath of COVID, um, customers haven't always been on their best behaviour. No, um, that's that's what I'm hearing as well, which is absolutely unfortunate for the staff at the at the coalface. I think it's. I mean, look, let's let's be honest. Customer service is 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 a hard gig at the best of times. You know, it's it's not always the customers that are lovely and easy to deal with. Um, customer service jobs are, at, at, as the very nature of them, can be really, really challenging because you need to be on as a customer-facing person to be able to, to, to work in amongst that environment constantly. But I think what COVID has done is really accentuate some of those challenges. Um, what I'm hearing from people in industry is that, you know, particularly when the restrictions were probably a little tighter than what they are, they are now, staff were needing to take on the role of almost policing the, the, the patrons at the venues, making sure that they were adhering to the restrictions, even when the patrons weren't very happy about it. And I, I have heard some examples of um, from industry of, of patrons being really very difficult to deal with, which is which is very unfortunate. So I think the nature of the relationship has changed. But I also think that you know, staff have additional pressures on them now, which have flow-on effects to their relationships with customers. So, for example, because uh, venues need to be, um, you know, there's a whole lot of hygiene measures that we need to follow now and things need to, need to be cleaned more mm-hmm. regularly, more vigorously, if you like, um, then that's added a whole suite of responsibilities onto staff, which takes away from the time that they would have normally perhaps spent in a kind of a customer-facing space. Um, so there's certainly that expectation, but I also think that, um, you know, there's there's mental health issues that have emerged uh, on both the staff and the customer side of things through COVID. And so you add that as another layer of complexity into what is, you know, increasingly becoming a really difficult customer service space. So I guess if uh, if we put that into the context of a, um, a member of staff coming on to shift, um, having fewer hours not sure if there's going to be a lockdown next week and and not having any spare cash in the bank I mm. guess when they come into work they've got those sorts of pressures and if they're meeting uh, with a um, you know if they're telling a customer sorry you can't stand at the bar or do something like that it's a it, it's a little bit of a perfect storm look it is absolutely and I think um, the, the terminology emotional labor is often used when we talk about customer service roles and I think never has that that term been been, been truer than it is right now. It is an emotionally laborious job because you mm. need staff members to to dig deep into their own reserves and 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 be able to engage with customers to 
you know, to to encourage them, if you like, to be able to do what they're they're asking for, for from them, um, but do it in a way that doesn't get the customer offside. And you're asking staff members to do that at a time when they probably don't have a lot of reserves themselves for all of those reasons that you spoke about. Uh, so I do think it is a bit of a perfect storm sometimes, um, which is yeah very unfortunate. So if we tie that to mental health mm. and well-being, you're saying you know it, it, the the added stress that stress, pressures, maybe not getting as much sleep, etc. So managers have to be more conscious of... um of that side of things. Absolutely. So I think, you know, all of the topics that we're talking about in these podcasts, I think probably are, are relevant in this space in terms of customer service as well, because it's all part of the bigger picture, right? It's all connected. Mm. Our ability to focus on our well-being and to be resilient and to manage our stress, all of those things, if we do them well, and if we if we think a lot about emotional intelligence, all of those things will enable us to connect with our customers in the way that we need to, um, recognising that this is a very difficult time and, and hopefully, you know, touch wood, we're, we're coming sort of out of the end of it, at least here in South Australia. Um, but, you know, what we saw back at the end of the year going into that six-day lockdown, I, I heard from industry representatives that, that that really took people by surprise. We weren't expecting that. It did. Uh, it was a quick circuit breaker and it did its job and that's great, um, but, but it took people by surprise as well. So, you know, we want to be mm. optimistic, but we need to be a little bit cautious about what that looks like as well. And, and things are always going to happen in business if you own a business if you're a senior management there are always going to be extended periods where you just seem to have a run and I guess so so can we use our normal customer service skills to help us engage with our customers during difficult times absolutely and I think um, people working in the hospital industry probably are some of the best at, at, at doing this and have some of the best customer service skills out of any industries that I've I've dealt with in the past but I think it's about considering how we can apply those skills even despite the pressures that people are under at the moment. So I guess for me, there's a couple of key points here. Okay. The, the trust that staff and customers have for one another is going to be really crucial to rebuilding once things start to settle down. And I think the, the way in which customers and staff engage with one another is going to be a key reason why customers will come back mm-hmm. once things open up to their full capacity once again. So I think a key, one of the key parts of this for me is around trust. It's around the trust that staff and customers have for one another. And that is likely to be a key reason that customers come back to a venue is, is the strength of that relationship and the way they were treated through that time. Perhaps un, unfairly for hospitality and perhaps unfairly for industry broadly is that I think we are inherently looking for places to keep us safe now where we're so conscious of, you know, hygiene and cleanliness and social distancing and all of these things that for most of us didn't really enter our our, our thought process prior to COVID. Yes. But the need for us to be kept safe, it, it has become quite front of mind. So... In that sense, then, I think there are things that venues can do to give themselves the best opportunity. So, great. yeah. So, so, so that's great. Let's jump to that because yep. I think that there are some 
people who've been frustrated in other areas of their life and they're, mm. they're almost looking for a reason to be grumpy um, or, or to let it out. And maybe sometimes the young hospo worker uh, bears the brunt. Mm. Um, so, so are there things that uh, a venue can do to support staff? Ab- look, absolutely, absolutely. But I guess, you know, if it's about... Um, let's Let's talk about the hygiene factors for a start. I think venues can demonstrate to patrons what they are doing in that space you know certainly venues have the social distancing stickers on the ground and the the hand sanitizer and that sort of thing but in some hotels for example in some larger venues you'll notice that they're actually going above and beyond to tell patrons what they're doing to keep them safe and that's a quite a deliberate thing because for customers it's not just about actual cleanliness it's about the perception of cleanliness as well Mm -hmm. so getting ahead of the curve and 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 being proactive in in talking to customers about what you're doing to keep them safe I think is a way to kind of further embed that trust Um, and I think as well it's around the communication that that staff have with customers as well so certainly you know hospital workers that don't need me to tell them the importance of empathy and all of those kinds of things but using language I think that helps a customer see that you're on their side that it's not that you're trying to be the bad guy that you are bound in fact by restrictions and regulations outside of your control so using language that's inclusive you know let's find a way to, to, to find an outcome that works for both of us you know those sorts of things to help a customer feel like I'm hearing you I know this is not ideal but let's try and figure out a way to move forward together and 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 for a hotel owner, um, not assuming that uh, an 18-year-old uh, uh, bar staff will naturally know that terminology. So it, it, it's around training staff with the language? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it is it is important um, for, you know, staff members and for um you know, owners and managers as well, not to underestimate the importance of humour when you're talking with customers as well and reinforcing these expectations. Um, I've heard some really great stories recently about venues doing funny things like, you know, people wearing pool noodles on their head and stuff to talk about (laughs) social distancing measures and and all of that. And, you know, it seems a bit maybe silly in some ways, but I think the role of humour is actually really crucial, not just in terms of relationships with customers and building that rapport, but also for staff to actually kind of work through things themselves. Um, I I did some work a little while ago with an emergency services crew and you know they had they had some really tough jobs Mm. they were they were going to the to the front line to deal with people who'd been in in just dreadful accidents and and I spent I was fortunate enough to spend some time with them and I, I asked one of the guys at one point you know how do you how do you regroup how do you kind of you know stay on track and just get in there and do what needs to be done next and how do you do that and he sort of he didn't really want to tell me and I said no no no, come on please okay and he said look it's about the humor and and people it it sounds insensitive we don't mean it to you know but we have this kind of black humor sort of thing going on because that's our outlet that's that's how we cope and that's how we manage as a team so I think the role of humor is actually really crucially important Um, But I also think finding a way to connect to customers is really important as well. And I guess, again, people in hospital know how to do this. I don't need to tell anyone how to do this. But it can be useful, I think, to think about what are those, what are the primary needs that a customer has, but also those secondary needs as well. So a customer is coming to you because they want a glass of wine or they Mm. want, you know, change for the pokies or, or whatever they're kind of presenting to you for. But there's a whole lot of other things that's brought the customer to this venue. You know, maybe it's that they're sick to death of the kids and they just want to break or they don't want to cook that night because I've had a tough week or, you know, they just want to connect with friends and family in a way they haven't been able to do or they just want to, you know, a bit of respite from the pressures in their own world. And I think 
you know, keeping that in the back of your mind is a useful way to to find a way to connect with customers that even if you can't necessarily always give them what they're specifically asking for, for one reason or another, um, maybe there's a way that you connect, you can connect with them at, at a different level, yes. if you like. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So in terms of venues, I guess, you know, what can be done? Well, look, I think there are a couple of things that can be done. You talked before, Tim, about training, and I think that is that is crucially important. It's always been crucially important, let's be honest. I mean, we always say staff need to be trained, otherwise we're setting up, up to fail. But I think now more than ever, with the pressures of customers, it's really important that staff feel comf- comfortable and confident using the till, using the, you know, the, the online system, yes. using the, the, the process that's in place in that venue so that, you know, you're giving them every opportunity. And if they, like you said before, if they don't know how to connect with a customer or if they're not feeling like they can deal with a difficult situation, that as a manager or as an owner, they are they're swooping in and they're providing that kind of on-the-spot coaching for that person rather than leaving it to a team meeting down so, the track. So situational training. Correct. And, and, and of course, you can uh, use um, uh, internet or social media to, um, to just communicate, say, look, we had a situation like this the other night. Here's how it was handled. That's best practice. Um, or yep. if you have something like that, I guess it's important for staff who 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 are on the front line to know that management and owners have their back in yep. those situations. That must be really important for mental health and well-being. Because if you're thinking, "Gee, I've just copped it from a, a disgruntled." Uh, um, patron and and I'm not feeling like I'm getting backed up yeah absolutely no I I think you're 100% right and again I think that's probably something that extends to a lot of industries or all industries really but particularly when you're you're faced with a difficult conversation with a customer or that you know that immediate conflict which is really quite confronting particularly if you are a younger person not particularly familiar with how to have those discussions yes so I think that that connection and that engagement with the team with other people that they're working with and with managers is absolutely crucial and I do think that's that's something that a venue can make sure is actually happening to be able to give that staff member all the support that you possibly can so yes the situational leadership and coaching but also connecting the team you know it's a bit of a different situation at the moment because with venues in a lot of venues at least um, shift numbers have been cut or you know staff numbers have been minimized so you might not have as much support from your co-workers Mm. um, or, or management as you might have previously so I think finding other ways to connect the team is really crucial you know creating your your online social media groups or Facebook messenger groups or whatever it is so that no matter who they're working with a team member can get into the, the the group that they might be connected to online and can say hey guys I had a really crappy shift this week dealt with this customer has anyone else dealt with this before and what did you do and did it work and I'm just running out of ideas what do you think um, so it's an it's an avenue for advice and support but also it's just about that connection which is so important and 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 they will be supported by the group exactly. within that exactly I guess right. that that staff with good mental health will give good customer service mm. so 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 there's a um, a good business case there absolutely and, and as I said before all of this is connected right so good mental health um, ability to manage our stress having resilience being emotionally intelligent all of those things will set us up for success when we're dealing with customers but let's be honest there's still going to be crappy days right there's still going to be days when you go oh I didn't deal with that very well and oh, I really should have handled that differently or my gosh that customer just presses my buttons every time so you know it's it's not going to be a quick fix or an easy fix but having the opportunity 
opportunity to debrief and to vent and to, to learn new strategies is just, you know, it's so important in terms of our coping mechanisms to deal with these sorts of situations. And I think the other thing that I would just say one more thing before I, I go is, is around that um, the technology piece. What we are seeing with COVID is that um, venues did sort of start to introduce different technologies as a way to um, alleviate pressures on staff. So, for example, you know, using screens around venues to demonstrate what they were doing to keep people safe and hygiene measures and health and safety measures, etc. But also technology to minimise contact. Um, so, you know, using QR codes to access menus, to place orders, um, minimising staff and customer contact until meals are delivered and all of those kinds of things. So there are ways, I think, that you can explore the different technologies available um, to, to support staff in, in their customer interactions um, and also just to make sure that the venue is demonstrating everything that they're possibly doing. And they're doing so much, but customers just might not always be aware. Wonderful. Hayley, as always, thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, Tim. You've been listening to organisational psychologist Hayley Loken in conversation with Tim Boylan. This podcast is kindly sponsored by Employers Mutual Limited and is brought to you by the SA branch of the Australian Hotels Association. If you or someone you know needs urgent help, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14. Call Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636 or go online. Thanks for listening.